Sup, bitches, and welcome back to the Sassy Spiritual Bitches podcast. Ah. <laughs> oh, it's always just like a suspensive <laughs> moment to see where that's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun times. It's fun. Love it. Yes. So how's it going? What's new with you? Uh, you know, I'm busy. I'm not going to lie. I'm busy. Yeah. I'm working on a bunch of stuff and projects and like just the normal work and I'm behind on my admin stuff. But other than that, I'm all right. Just tired as fuck you. Mm-hmm. About the same. Yep. I started teaching the Akashic records and it's going <laughs> awesome. I'm so pumped. And, uh, yeah, then just textbook behind and I'm also very tired. I think that's such a common theme right now. It feels like everybody's a little bit on the more exhausted side right now. Yeah. But I mean, let's look at this though. The veil is thinning and we're going into the dark time of the year. So Mm -hmm. I'm kind of not surprised by it. And, uh, I mean, everyone's becoming more and more sensitive, right? So that, that year that change a year that change a season is definitely like kicking in I feel yeah yeah and if you think like even the astrological seasons like Virgo season and then switching to the equinox and then the Libra season like I think there's kind of a a little bit of a a call to like balance ourselves and be very aware of where we are expending our energy and what better way than to not have very much of it to show like what a precious resource it really is. I am feeling the Libra season so fucking hard. Like I cannot make a decision to save same. my life. Fucking like, same. It's like, what do you want for supper? I don't know. And I'm not just saying it because I don't want to think about it. Like, I literally don't know. I could go this way. I could go this way. I could. And then you spin it in your head for like 10 hours. You're like, oh, what could I have? Where could I go? What could I do? And you're like, this is kind of exhausting. Like, yeah. Like I just, it's that extra layer of, like, I just, I, yeah, I can't make a decision right now. No, that was me all weekend. I think if someone put a gun to my head, I'd be like, if they were like, you have to make a decision right now, I'd be like, pull the trigger, man. I can't. Yeah. It's not coming. (laughs) I can see both sides of the story right now. So just, Mm -hmm. you know, just shoot me. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm ready. Yeah. Honestly. I am feeling that indecision. So I'm hoping because I really hate, like I'm an Aries. So I love like being swift with my decisions. So it kind of annoys me when I'm like this, but I am just going to try not to be really non-committal in true Libra fashion. So I don't have to make any decisions. <laughs> so you're kind of cheating. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely uh, cheating. Yeah. Oh, well. <sighs> And it's only the start of Libra season. Yeah, Jesus Christ. There's good things about Libra too, like self-love and indulgence. and. Mm-hmm. I know, but I'm trying to balance that out, you see. Yeah, I know. I was like, you have picked a bad month to be like, I'm not going to spend any money. Hey, man. Hey, who's in it with me? I'm doing a no buy October. I'm going to try and like save money. And like anything I would have spent, I'm just going to like maybe put it in savings. Ooh, that's a cool idea. I act, I'm not going to participate in that, no, because A, I probably couldn't. But I just had a very interesting 
meditation and I've, I've heard this before but um restriction never equals expansion so I don't even believe in that <laughs> doing it as a personal challenge yeah I like that and that makes it makes sense to me in that way because I sometimes think I'm like oh, I feel like buying stuff and then I'm like I don't need anything like mm-hmm. so it's like almost like self-control like over like indulging you know and in, in things you don't need yeah I'm just like I wonder if I can do it Keith and I are also talking about like when we run out of coffee we're not gonna mm-hmm. have coffee anymore either really yeah what are you gonna switch to like tea yeah like we drink black tea anyway so it'll just be like okay well let's try that for a while mm-hmm. see how well we do like it's just, we're all about like the personal like let's see if we could do it kind of thing oh that's cool yeah challenge over there I like it yeah I haven't been drinking as much coffee and I like it I switch it up a little bit now yeah I've just been like in the mood for tea I've been drinking a lot of jasmine green tea in the afternoons mm, yes very good for the intuition love it but I'm just kind of like, eh, let's switch up life, you know? I like it. Yeah. Let's see if we can do this. But I don't know. Things are weird. The weather is very strange. Oh, is it? What's going on? Well, no, I just, it's like, because we have that hurricane, right? right. Like come like right fucking close to our border before it flipped and headed north to mm-hmm. straight for Florida. So if you're listening in Florida, man sending you much love but um it was kind of scary there for a bit Mm -hmm. but the pressure systems are weird oh I see yeah like walking the dogs last night and Keith felt like this too and Ellie was lumbering pretty hard so I'm pretty sure she was feeling it too she's super sensitive it felt like walking through like it felt like I had water up to my cheeks and like my whole you know you walk through water it's like Mm -hmm. really hard and like that's how it felt just normal walking whoa that's so wild and I was like, okay, maybe I'm just tired, but Keith felt the same way. And like, honestly, poor Ellie, like was looked like she was like throwing her feet in front of her. Like it was weird. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. I, I've been getting like dizzy spells kind of like, you know, where the energy is moving just a little bit, like too fast. And you're yeah. like, whoa, like, yeah, definitely the veil seems quite thin, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, and again, thinner than it normally does at this time of the year, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird, I, I agree. It's a weird, there's, there's weird shit out there. I agree because I normally like wouldn't really notice the veil thinning. Like to me, I mean, I love fall. So the only thing I'm fucking noticing is how beautiful it is. I'm outside trying to enjoy the weather. I'm really not paying attention to that kind of stuff. But even I've been like, things seem bizarre, like very bizarre. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, man. I just, I just feel it. Like I always feel it, but not like, mm-hmm. it's like hyper aware that mm-hmm. this is happening right now. Yeah. I feel that. I'm just like, hmm. well, isn't this interesting? It's going to be a weird October, <laughs> but I have you- a feeling it's going to be a weird, like October to December, like yeah. from now to the end of the year, I'm just like, I feel like anything could happen. Mm-hmm. like they could declare a, a big war and I would not be surprised you know yeah. like I'm just but a like, part of me aliens let's bring them in you know like, just, I know <laughs> and I but the the craziest thing is I have like just tell me if you feel this too 
I have never been more aware of the illusion going on in the outside. Like yes. it's just absolutely nothing to me anymore. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's like watching a play unfold that I am so removed from. And it feels incredible to just be like, I am just not attached to that at all. Yep. And then I feel excited. Like there's this buzzing yes. of excitement, like within me. And I'm like, like, I, I feel good. And I mean, maybe it'll be bad in one storyline, but I feel like good things are coming in my storyline. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. I was like, I feel like I'm on a bird's eye view, just like kind of floating above everything, looking down going, that sucks for them. Like, that's what it feels like to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, even Keith said the other day, he's like, you know, I'm kind of excited for the future. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, me too, man. Like, it's just this kind of renewed, like, yeah, dude, shit's happening. And I'm just, I'm just like, but shit's weird. Like, anything could happen right now yeah yeah and it's like it's like it's a movie that everyone's talking about that you like seen glimpses of but you were like that's kind of a shitty movie like that's how it feels like the external world yeah and yeah like I feel I feel kind of excited yeah yeah it's like I watched the trailer to that movie and I don't know look kind of dumb yeah pretty much (laughs) so yeah I'm just I'm not buying into any of it and I'm kind of like yeah oh well (laughs) Yep. Sounds horrible. Same these. Anyway, what are we talking about today? Well, we put out some requests from people who listen and we have some great things coming. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, but we had a couple of requests for like reincarnation and how people are connected. So soul contracts, which we've talked about before, but I'm sure yeah. there'll be something new. Well, yeah. And I, I like talking about that stuff. It's like, it's like what I deal with all the time, right? It's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You guys had some really good um, suggestions for stuff. So keep them coming in. Uh, yeah. We have some series coming up in the future here. Yeah. So I'm pretty, pretty excited about that. But today, good old reincarnation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me go first. <laughs> Please take it away. Uh, okay. So speaking of plays and dumb movies, that is pretty much your reincarnation cycle. The end. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Talk to us next yeah. week. Yeah. Thanks for coming to my TED Talks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's really what it is. You know, like we, as, as souls, I've been saying this a lot lately. I don't know if I've ever said it on this podcast, but As souls, like when we're in the disincarnate realm, we know everything that there is to know about everything. We can study courage, grief, expression, blah, blah, blah. blah. But there's no opportunity to truly experience courage, grief. It's just the place of pure euphoria and love. So for so only for so long, can we truly read about it or meditate on it or learn about it before we're like, yeah, I'm ready to experience courage, grief, sadness, triumph. And you have to come to a place where there's duality or there's where you can't remember, you know, everything there is to know. So we create a plan. Yep. I'm ready to incarnate. How am I going to incarnate? You're going to enlist some of your most, you know, triumphant, like you're going to, you're going to basically contract souls that you work well with, you know, you're going to be my mother. You're going to be my daughter. You're going to be my lover. You're going to be my My boss you're going to be this and then you really write a play together like literally you're the director the screenplay you write all these intricate things in 
and then it's showtime. And obviously when we arrive, we don't remember any of this because as Dolores Cannon says, if you knew the answers to your test, would it really be worth writing? Like, no. So you, you come to this earthly plane anyway, and you don't remember a damn thing and you see how it goes. But just because you have your plan in your back pocket, it doesn't always mean that you you follow it because we have free will. So sometimes we improvise and we screw up our junctions for courage and we end up, you know, choosing fear all the time. And then we get to the end of it all and we're like, fuck, you know, like I didn't get it right. I didn't do what I wanted to do. And back to the drawing board. And it just goes around and around and around until you you're pleased with what you've learned or what you've experienced. Yes. That's a perfect description of it. So mm-hmm. my question for you is when it comes to soul contracts, do you, Kayla, have any personal tips and tricks to recognize someone who you have a contract with? Or do you think it's just everybody? I do think that it's everybody, but not all contracts are created equal, right? Some play, people play a very, like, you know, they're kind of an extra in your your show. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and I would say those people, it, it's just everyone, but most people are like extras, right? There will be some of these major contracts and obviously it's your immediate family. Like, they would not be your family if they did not hold one of the most significant contracts known to man. <laughs> um, and then obviously like your partners, your spouses, your children, like all those immediate people are obviously powerful contracts, but sometimes you get sidelined by an unexpected like memory, you know, where you have those really powerful connections with people. And you're like, I feel like I've known you my whole life. We're very similar, you know, and there's almost just like a chemistry between you or like a, a similarity sometimes it feels like and so sometimes we meet those people in all random places you know like I've seen people in contracts like as clients I had coworkers, I had like managers um you know people that were <clears throat> people that were like at my work but worked in a different department back in the day um yeah it's, it's really interesting, but it's usually like this powerful, like, mm, like I would say either like hatred, like an, a hatred, you can't understand why you hate that person so fucking much or like this magnetism. It's really like, I effing love you or I effing hate you. And it, you can't seem to understand why. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Have you ever had those experiences? Would you say the same? Oh, <laughs> fuck. Like I, oh Yeah. And like people I don't know or haven't met. And I'll like have these weird, like, what the fuck? Like I'll watch something and I'll see somebody and I'll be like, you, Mm -hmm. I know you. How the fuck? There's no way I could possibly have met you. What the fuck? And then I'll go and forget about it. And then all of a sudden I'll have a meditation and I will have this fucking, that's where I know you from. And I'll have like a past life come up and I'm like, yeah and then it's just like it can't leave your head yeah totally And it's annoying and then there's some people where I'm just like oh my god you're in my life and I know why you're in my life you're we're Mm -hmm. not really going anywhere this time around Mm -hmm. but I know why you're here you know 
I know. And with, with contracts too, like the, the end game, like to clear a contract, to officially wipe it and say, Hey, we're done here. Um, two things kind of need to happen. So for good or for better or for worse. So maybe it's a bad contract that, you know, really was about abuse or you murdered each other or something that went wrong. Right. Um, or it could be a good like lover's contract or whatever, but the goal is to sort of, um, have all these ear contracts cleared because if you keep having a contract that's not cleared you kind of have to keep reincarnating to wipe the slate and you want to we're not stuck with it it's like oh damn I didn't learn my lesson so two things need to happen <laughs> one you have to basically balance the scales as best you can so if you were murdered in one lifetime by that person guess what you get to murder them next time or lots of things with like oppression or abuse or like assault. You know, if you were um, racist to somebody in one lifetime, guess what? Tables turn next time, lifetime, and you get to be the person that's um, oppressed or a minority or whatever to clear that, to see what it's really like. Or maybe even just wife and husband, you know, that didn't appreciate each other's work. Well, you're going to tango and you're going to swap next time, husband, wife, right? So you really will try your best to um do unto others as you'd want done unto yourself and correct that but sometimes it just can't be done sometimes there's just too much pain and you just can't seem to get it right and it always ends very chaotic well then it's forgiveness you have to like let that person go and just forgive them and send them on their way and sometimes you're like oh that sounds easier it's not a pretend apology you literally have to forgive your abuser or your oppressor or the person that killed you to call that contract to quit. So it, it's actually, I would say a little bit, a little bit harder. So I think lots of times we try to correct it through swapping roles, but yeah, it doesn't always work that way. Cause then we build karma, we build hatred, we build resentment, we build pain and it gets heavier each time that contract comes up. It's it's so interesting. Yeah. Essentially, you have to cut your energetic cords, really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because really, we come from a place of just divine love. Like, it's just love. So you kind of have to get back to that original design. So have you noticed, I feel like there's been lots of, probably in every life, but we're aware of it. So it seems like there's a lot, but there's lots of contracts that come up and you almost see where you have the opportunity to right a wrong that happened in a past life, even though it's, yeah, like how you said, where it's not going to amount to anything in this lifetime, but we have to like correct something that we sort of effed up in the past life, you know, and you have this opportunity to like be friends or support each other through a tough time or provide like awareness or an initiation to them. Like there's always some sort of weird thing that will happen. Do you ever notice that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I have one friend in particular many, many lifetimes together, lots and lots and lots. And like, we probably like anytime we went to date in this lifetime, like I'm talking, like I've known him since I was like a teenager. So mm -hmm. like a very long time. And, uh, there would always be something in the way. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, he'd be dating someone, I'd be dating someone, or he wasn't interested in me. Or, and then when he was, I wasn't interested in him. Like, it was always this, you know? And then it was like, ah, oh, so we're just learning to like literally just love and support each other how they are mm -hmm. in this lifetime. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. And, and I, I, have, like I have one, sorry. I know. And it's kind of like when you can accept it for what it is, you're just like, it feels so open, like, so like expansive. You're like, oh, I don't have to like define you as my one and only partner in this life. But I know that that love is sacred or that support is sacred. And it's just, it feels like, I don't know, it feels warm. Like you're just got all these people around you that love you so much and you'd never know it. Right. Yeah. Um, I have a contract with someone who for some reason whenever we're kind of like struggling or on the outs it's like the other one just seems to appear more heavily in the other person's mm-hmm. life and it's you would never really know because it's a very estranged connection it's like you'd never expect it to be that person but I think maybe I mentioned it before I'm not sure but he it was a manager that I had at one of the places I constantly worked at and I always worked there when I was kind of like well, not when I was in university, but after university, I'd kind of go back there when I was like, I just need an in-between job or I need to make a little bit extra money. Um, And it was someplace that kind of guided me through my transition into being self-employed as well. And then it's kind of like, I don't know. And then I've been there to support as like the Akashic healer and some of their um, trials and tribulations. And it's like, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny how they turn up. So would you say then if somebody came to you and said, so I feel like I know somebody like, I feel like I just know them, mm-hmm. but I don't really know them. Is that normal? What would you say? Um, I, I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say it's like normal. Cause I think you have to be like kind of aware to notice mm-hmm. that weird energy between someone but it, it happens like there, there's so many people in your life that you've been married to that you've maybe they've been your child or you've been a parent to them or you've swapped roles or you've been it's like it's hard to say what the role is but you probably do know them if you feel that trust it like you probably really do know them I would just caution people I see I used to I don't have soul contracts up to read right now I probably should put them back up um but if people don't like understand soul contracts, I think we can get, and I'm guilty of this too. Like you get swept up in those memories. You're like, Oh, but it was such a beautiful life. And I want that back. And I want this. And, you know, and it's like, everything is like, everything is kind of nothing. Like this is literally just the play and the curtains go up when you die and you're back to your soul self. And you remember who everyone is and what you were working on. So like racing to put those people in your lives or hang on to them for dear life or not learn the lesson or try to like, yeah, get back in a relationship with them when it's clearly not meant to be or whatever. It's like, it's rude. It's kind of interrupting the contracts that you did set up. And I mean, how do you know? You don't know. That's the tricky thing. It's like, it's hard to say what contract is what, because we don't get the answers to everything. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, if you feel like, you know, someone trust it. Do you rebel? Like, do you ever rebel when you're like, you have this connection with someone and you're like, I don't accept this. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, There's a couple of stupid ones and I just hate them. Um, I'll share two, I'll I'll share two examples, but 
the people shall remain nameless. Yes. So there's one person and I know like, I just want what's best for their soul so bad, but I watch them just throw their fucking life away every day. And I want to punch them in the face. I'm like, I hate you. Don't come near me. Like you're really pissing me off. Like, fuck you. And I don't want to look at them anymore. Like get out of my life. I hate watching you just struggle and be an idiot. But like, so I get mad. I get mad in that regard. And then there's another person who we're actually very similar. Okay. We have similar stories, similar, I don't say stories, but similar wounds. And we're both very sensitive. So, but we manifest on opposite ends of the scale. And I'm guessing there's some past life contracts and we're in there. So I feel like I pretend like I kind of do the typical Aries thing, super fucking sensitive, but like walled up kind of dressed really busy so you can't tell and that that's kind of how my expression's been but we've worked on some inner stuff so I don't think it's as you know that's not exactly what I'm doing now but you just be really busy really confident really like uh, action oriented and that's your kind of like armor right and then this person is just like a melting pot of like self-pity and like uh, just like so wimpy and like sensitive and they just used to trigger the fuck out of me you know And then diving deeper, I'm like, oh God, it's because we're the same, but we've chosen our coping mechanisms differently. And I'm like, fuck. So it was really a contract in like non-judgment and like, and things like that. So that was a really annoying one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's funny. That's Mm -hmm. funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of torn. Because on one hand, I like knowing shit about my past lives. It's interesting and it's sometimes very useful information. Mm -hmm. But really, I've kind of gotten to this point where I'm like, fuck, I don't want to know. I just don't want to know. You know? Like, how are you on that front? Because I know you deal with, like, this stuff on the daily. But I'm kind of like, it can be useful, but I find it can also be very detrimental some days mm. I'm sorry if you can hear like somebody is mowing the lawn outside oh I can't hear it okay good um well I so how okay how do I feel about past lives I guess I have like I have so many stances they're so intricate right so because I work with healing like karma and teaching people about their karma so that they can sort of maneuver the roadblocks in life to become their highest and greatest selves. Like I would say the details of your past lives, like the minute details, like who was I married to? Did I get murdered? Like to me, that doesn't fucking matter anymore. Like it matters what you're carrying forward into this life that's holding you back. So the intricate storylines, like if you can't, like see it from that bird's eye view then yeah it can be really can evoke a lot of anger and frustration and sort of sideline us but it's good to know like what are so like what are we pulling from our incarnation cycle that's literally a backpack of baggage that we have to drop because you can drop it like that's really what I do and then kind of be shown the path to continue to work through it um and then past lives but I I do think, hmm, I do think karma is relevant. I don't want to say the fine details of the past life are always relevant. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because it's hard. I sort such an abstract concept right now because I'm sort of just working on it right now. But if you know your karma and you understand karma, oh fuck, you could be an unstoppable. And it's it's not necessarily like personal. There's also like humanity's collective karma, and each of us carries a piece of that puzzle. And if we can alchemize it or or heal it like we heal the world right we don't just heal ourselves we heal the world and we unbind ourselves from the chains of the failure or the you know the the chains or the constraints of the failures that we've repeated a thousand times so knowing your past life knowing your karma to me has been one of the most helpful things to help me evolve but everyone's different right Mm -hmm. and I'm really like action oriented when it comes to healing I'm like let's not repeat that contract 90,000 more times. Like, because if we've perfected something, we're going to feel really comfortable continuing to play that role. But that's not the goal is to repeat the same life over and over and over again. The goal is to like balance that pendulum that we've talked about a million times. So it's like, if you know where you sway hard to the, where your comfort zone is, where your, your, your sway is, it's really, it's like the cheat sheet to life to know like, okay, I have to be focused kind of on these areas to heal. And it's, it's not like I try to present it in a way that's not boxing you in because I hate boxes. So I kind of say, well, like, yeah, you're really amazing at, I don't know what's something that came up recently, actually something just for the collective right now. So this is karma that the whole collective is eating today, like this year. It's like, yeah, you're really good at focusing all your energy into making money, having a nice house, creating a family, creating these stable security type places. Yeah, you're good at that. Like humanity spends all their fucking time doing that. Yeah, been there, done that. We know how to do that and stress about it and lose sleep about it. And it's never enough. Like we're good at that what about living from a soul or heart-led life like that's not karma that I think anyone wants to skip over or not be aware that oh I can earn more stability more rewards more abundance if I and my life would be more enjoyable if I if I did this work if I did this looking searching for stability like from a heart-led heart-led space because how many people have jobs that they fucking hate How many people have tons of gadgets and, you know, RVs and boats and cabins and take trips every year, but are fucking still empty on the inside. That's karma. That's humanity's karma right now. And continuing to trudge that path only is going to lead to more tower moments, more chaos, more debt, more vulnerability. It's like, we can't keep repeating that. That's not the goal in this life. So divine intervention throws you a a tower moment constantly until you fucking learn that that's not what you came here to do so find details of the past life maybe not but correcting your karma so that you don't live a life of discomfort and constant tower moments yeah I think that's important totally yeah I think that's just it like people kind of get caught up in the life part of the past yeah. life you know it's like I want to regress so I found out that I was a pharaoh from Egypt back in whenever bumfuck whatever when they're I find the point of yeah but what did you take from that yeah what are you still carrying from that kind of gets lost yeah you know? and then 
I think we need to remember also that <laughs> we've been everything. And I think that's a huge yeah. piece that people forget. I was a pharaoh. I was a warrior. I was murdered. Oh, poor me. Like, or I wish I could be a pharaoh. I've been stripped of my powers. Like, and people use it as a huge ego space. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, like, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but like, you've been everything. So it's like, not particularly special because everyone was a pharaoh. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Um, so people get really attached to those old identities and like, yeah, use it to feed their ego. So you've been the murderer. You've been the murder E you've been the oppressor, you've been the oppressed, you've been the man, you've been the woman, and you've lived the victorious lives and the not so victorious lives of both. You've been rich, you've been poor, you've been yeah. everything in between. You've exactly. been a bug, you know? Exactly. And it's just the journey of your soul. It wants to experience it all. Why would, if we just root back to what I said at the beginning, your soul can only learn about courage on paper for so long before it's like, I want to check courage out. Of course, it's going to be the courageous and be the coward, be the rich, be the poor. Like, you're going to do it all. It's just the only with karma, what I would, what I know or what I say is like one of those stories crushed your individuality the most, which is kind of where we get our shadow from and our, our, you know, tragic wounds that we're here to heal. Because, you know, if you and I were both let's say this is a good one because I think it might be true. So uh -oh. let's say if you, if you played the villain in a lifetime and I played the villain in a lifetime, like you probably would have thought that was pretty badass. You're like, fuck yeah, I murdered those people. Like I feel kind of powerful, you know? And that's like proper way to view it. But like yeah. if someone, not maybe not right now, but a couple years ago was like, you murdered someone, I would like deny that and be upset about that for like forever. Cause like, that's how you get that soul wound that you're here to heal because one of the stories hurt you the most, but we all do them all. Interesting. I, I'd sick, but like my whole life, take Disney movies, right? I hated the main characters. I always loved the villains. Exactly. Yeah. I was always rooting for the villains like Maleficent I was like yeah she's cool why are you doing something to her she's cool leave her be Ursula my favorite Jafar he's cool like what so what so what if he wants to be rich exactly <laughs> and you know what I was okay. always way more and like documentary on serial killers I'm like I want to know what's going on in their mm -hmm. head I find them fascinating they're misunderstood like that's just where my mind goes yeah. And you know, what's crazy about, I have two things that I thought of when you said that. So number one, like, so if let's say you get really hooked on this life where you were, um, you know, a slave or something and you're like, ah, oh, poor me, I was a slave. Well, now that you know how karma works, guess what? Somewhere in your past lives, you've also been the slave owner. So that victim story, like, uh-uh, you know, I seen a life where it happened backwards. I seen a life where I was murdered and I wasn't like particularly upset about that. Cause I knew how it happened. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. It was a kind of an accident. And then I seen the life where I had to murder that person. And I was like, Ooh, like, you know, so you are just not a victim. So don't even go there. Oh my God. And then secondly about the movies, I've noticed a weird theme. Cause I look at people's past lives, like all day, every day. Right. Mm -hmm. So what was your favorite movie as a child? Because I'm noticing little kids sometimes remember some of their favorite past lives when they're really fresh and they will see 
that story in some sort of movie and it'll be their favorite fucking movie as a kid and it is just amazing to see because it's almost like clockwork it's almost I guarantee you like I wouldn't even say most of the time I almost would say like there might be exceptions to the rule but like a hundred percent of the time kids are like I love that life when I was a mermaid I love the little mermaid you know huh well like when I was a kid kid like three movies come to mind yeah what are they but one I'm not gonna count because I was older and I had a real big crush on JTT so I'm not even gonna count um the Lion King because I just watched it because he was the voice of Simba and I was like this is the best and I loved Scar in that movie so then it would be um I loved The Little Mermaid because I loved Ursula and then I loved nobody knows this movie okay it was an old eight, uh disney movie from the 80s it's called the watcher in the woods no mm. one has ever seen it it terrified me and like this was a kid's show this was back in the day when disney used to make like kids shows that were like still scary but basically what happened if and you guys tell us in the comments if you've seen this because i know i'm old and i know it was kind of an obscure movie but it was my favorite so these people from America move into this house. I think they were in Britain. Or maybe, no, maybe not. Anyway, they move to this new town and they move into this big mansion that's like kind of run down and old. And this, the landlady wasn't going to let them rent it until she saw the oldest daughter. And then she was like, okay, you can rent it. And then as the movie goes on, you find out that the oldest daughter, the landlord had a daughter that looked very, very similar to her years prior. And they were doing a ritual in a church and the, like the church got struck by lightning, I think, during this ritual and she had to be blindfolded and it like started a fire, but she was like, she disappeared when it, like she was she, basically she's trapped in another dimension. Yeah, it was like, is this as witchy as it sounds? Like Yes, she was trapped in, and then they had to redo the ritual with the new girl to take, like, to bring the other girl back. Mm. And so they got, like, the same people, even though they were, like, her parents aged and they all had to, like, do the same thing. Anyway. Yeah, like, that's so you. That's so your past lives. Like, right yeah. there. Like, honestly. So, yeah. And then I would say, like, don't even off-write the Lion King because I've seen that planet that you used to live on, and it... it it's like there's a similarity in energy it doesn't look that way and I don't want to say you walk around with lions but there's like something similar yeah yeah I can see that. I don't like that tribal essence if you will yes yeah very much so yeah and then uh mine also the little mermaid but remember what planet I'm from right mm -hmm. and we, as far as I remember we actually had like legs or something we had webbed feet I think we didn't have like fins but yeah lived underwater and then the other one, it was Aladdin. And like, I didn't put it together till much later, but I have like so many like Arab lives. And was that your was princess, one, like bougie life? Yeah, there was one. And I was just like the most beautiful. I was so beautiful. Like, I can't even believe it. Like, I just was like Jasmine. Like, honestly. Like, Did you have yeah, a tiger for a pet too? 
Probably. I don't remember the tiger, but it was also like, who was going to marry me? There was this big, who's going to marry me? But I ended up picking someone stupid and I got murdered. So yeah. um, it didn't end out as happy as Aladdin, but it was similar. And I was like, oh my God, of course. And I have a girlfriend who's like kind of into this world, but she's, she's not like, she would never be like, oh, my past lives, but she's very, very intuitive. Um, like She knows when people are going to die and she just like knows when weird things are going to happen. Like she's very intuitive. And we were out paddleboarding on a lake and out of nowhere it's very not like her she's like do you ever get flashbacks of your past lives and I was like uh yeah and she's like I just always see myself as like this old indigenous woman who lived off the land like and it looked a lot like where we were paddleboarding and she's like I just like remember having a canoe and going fishing all the time and I was like that's deadly and I was like I knew it was like what was your favorite movie growing up like and I asked her like a couple she's hours Pocahontas? yeah yeah and I was like there it is so, and then I sometimes think like Dylan, my little brother used to love Bambi and I was like, he would have been like a deer or like some sort of like little earthly, like peaceful creature. And now he's trying to do the human thing. And he's like, no, I don't want to, but take me back to the woods. Like, You can call me flower if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cute. So I don't know. I think like obsessing over the details of your past lives is not helpful but I think the karmic part sometimes is helpful and I'm like once you get to a certain level of awareness too and you're not driven by ego I think you can look back at them and to me it's been one of my greatest healings right to be like to not take things personally and see it as a play and then when you see it as a play though and you're not looking into the past for me I've used the understanding of the past and the the infinite of who we are to look forward and be like shit anything's possible because that's fucking madness that we have past lives and contracts and we've done all this stuff I'm like what is possible in this life like I should be able to do anything at this fucking stage in the game right (laughs) yeah yeah straight up magicians man yeah the further we go the more I feel that like straight up magician energy Uh, do you feel there's like a a um, like a download about that right now because I keep hearing about alchemize this alchemize that and that's not normal what is me. with the word alchemy lately I you know I told Kirsten from light wolf energies who I always speak on here and she's like I keep getting alchemized too and I'm like that's fucking weird mm-hmm. alchemy it's like all over the fucking place mm-hmm. and I'm like I've never heard that word growing up until like maybe four years ago and now it's like everywhere, everywhere. And it's like constant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think there is some sort of download about that right now. And the, the only thing I got, I'll share it with you guys. Cause it seems like maybe it's relevant since we're talking about it. But when I first heard the word alchemy, like I was like, I don't even really get what that means. Like I was like, I get it, but I don't. So I think I brought this movie up before, but has anybody seen Divergent? You should yeah. watch well, it. Well, I didn't see the movie. I've read the books. Ugh, I think I did read the book, but I honestly read it way after the movie. And I was like, I don't like the books as much because it's totally different the way that things work. But so I can't remember. But in the movies, she's sent into these like tests, right? Like, how can you yeah. get out of being swarmed by your greatest fears? And instead of like battling them, like how everyone else does, she like remembers it's a dream and she totally like just changes the scenario. Like she alchemizes it. It's from mm-hmm. one thing. And she's like, no. I'm not going to fight you. I'm going to change the story into something else. And like, that's what they mean. Like when you're faced with an obstacle, 
instead of like putting on your freaking armor and being like, let's fucking brawl. It's like, how can you change your obstacle into like your greatest gift? Like, you know, cause every time we hit a challenge in life, it makes us change directions or expand or grow. Like, how can we just see a challenge like that right from the beginning and move through it with like the greatest amount of ease and turn your adversary into like a pot of gold. Right. And I was like, I get that. I see what you're saying. That's very helpful for me. Cause I always like to battle and I, I don't want to battle, but it's like my natural instinct. I'm like, I'm gonna fuck you up. Like get out of my way. Why is this happening to me? <laughs> I'm just, I, I always get lazy in those things. I'm like, I don't have to deal with this. Like I always get really, I get really feisty about it. Like I don't get feisty in the way of I'm going to fight you. I'm just, I get really resentful that I have to. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm like, what is this bullshit? Like, I just get so, I'm like a grumpy old man. I get so annoyed and I'm like, (laughs) what is this? And why is this showing up right now? Yeah. I don't want it. I reject this. Yeah. (laughs) Like I don't have such a grumpy old man. And I feel it's almost like seeing the illusion. Cause if it's just a play, you know, when something does come your way, instead of, yeah, being resentful and being like, what the fuck, why is this happening to me? And like me just fighting it until the oblivion, like resisting forever. It's like, see it as just a junction in the show that you wrote for yourself that's supposed to redirect you or help you grow. And then it's like, you know, it's almost like when I just see it in my mind's eye, it's just like, oh, like, it's like a video game, you know, there's an adversary and you're like, what does this fucking ninja want? You know, like, I'm not gonna fight you. And then it's almost like you put like the Scooby-Doo, it's like you pull the mask off and it's like, oh, like it's just going to help you not spend your money as stupidly or whatever. And you're just like, "Hmm, okay, I'm getting it. I understand. It reminds me of, you know, that scene in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban where they're like playing with the, I don't know what it was called, where like would turn into their biggest fears and then they they had to do ridiculous and like make it, change Mm -hmm. it into something funny. Yes. That's what this reminds me of. Yes. Same thing. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I finally understand what they mean by alchemize. Like it's literally using your magician wand to like take off the fear-based cloak and like actually show you that it's meant to help you. Yeah. The whole world just feels like a joke right now to me. Yes. Like I'm just, that's what I mean. Like about the beginning where it's like, I can't even watch anymore because I'm like, this is insanity. Yeah. But do you ever like, it's, I watch stuff and you hear stuff, I'm like, who's buying this? It's so fake. Like, it's so fake. Yeah. Have you, I mean, so we've been talking about that for a while, but it feels like next level comedy right now. Oh, like, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then does it ever sometimes, like, I don't know if this happens to you because I feel like you're more centered sometimes than I I can be, but I have this new thing it's happened over maybe the last year where like the world feels like pure insanity and every once in a while I'm like who am I and what the fuck am I doing in clown land like I I suddenly like lose grip with reality really quick and I'm like is this my life like what am I doing here does that ever happen to you not really to that extent it's just a a brief moment I get more like I just kind of look around. I'm like, what is wrong with people? Like (laughs) you guys are seeing this, right? Like there's no way you can't not see how fucking dumb this all is and how fake it is. Right. Like Mm -hmm. you're seeing this. Right. And Mm -hmm. you know, then I go, am I crazy? You know, 
I don't really lose myself in it. Like, who am I? What am I doing here? I'm like, wait a minute. Like other people are seeing this, right? Yeah. Or have you ever like, I went through a really crazy like winter and I, I, I was all, it was a huge transition. Like I'm still kind of in it, but not to that extent, but <laughs> like, so lots of darkness and like, who am I? What am I doing here? What's next or whatever. But sometimes have you ever had these moments where you're like, am I fucking crazy? Like, did I really like leave my job and like, just decide to start this random business? And like, like is it actually working? Like, am I delusional? Have I lost it? Like, I just a glimmer of a moment. It doesn't last very long, but then I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Like, <laughs> Sometimes I get to the, like, I don't really get it to that extent. I go the life would be so much easier if I just worked for somebody else mm-hmm. and just got a paycheck, mm-hmm. you know, where I knew what I was getting every two weeks. Yeah. And like, I wouldn't have to like do all this work. And then I was, and then I think about it. I'm like, ew, ew, no. Just I know. <laughs> you know? Actually, like sometimes it seems dreamy. You're like, oh, it would be so nice. I wouldn't have to stress or whatever. And then I actually think about this single-handed thing alone. I'm like, oh, someone telling me what to do with my time. Like what day you have to be there at what time and how long you have to be there. And then you have to like work that entire time. I'm just like, what? I yeah. cannot believe I ever let anyone tell me what to do. <laughs> I know. I, I just, I think back and I'm like, oh God, what was I thinking? thinking you know yeah but do you ever get shocked that you're living in Mexico do you ever like whoa do we really live here I'm just in real life yeah yeah I say that to people all the time I'm like this is surreal man I think that's it's like that's the kind of feeling I'm talking about but it's like my entire life changed like it just happened really quick right same for Mexico same for both of us and then all of a sudden I'm like uh what's happening and I also believe that over like very recently the last few months I've seen people get this like it's almost like mm, how can I describe it so that it makes sense to the listeners I know you'll know what I'm talking about because I've said it to you before but like when you were um you know born or a child or a teen you only you had a limited consciousness like a limited awareness so only so much of your consciousness or your soul could even be fit in your vessel it like the energy didn't match so you had to send like a piece of yourself down and then now we've grown we've received this awareness we're more conscious so more of us can fit in this body like the energy we can hold more energy Mm -hmm. so I've literally seen this weird thing when I've been doing readings it's like certain people are just getting like a dump like it's like I see a white light above their head and it's almost like like a big rush or like a wave is coming down and it gets like sent into people's bodies. So they're literally like almost like a different person because they're more of their higher self. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot of, and again, I have no receipts for this, but I just feel like there's going to be a lot of people are going to, yeah, it's going to be like a big personality change or, you know, people are going to be like a new person overnight and like, it's going to freak them out. Do you know like what I mean? And it's like, but I, I don't know if they're going to be aware of it so much as more mm. other people are going to be pointing it out. Like what's wrong with you? Mm. Do you know what I mean? And in turn, that's going to like make them go, what do you mean? Yeah. You know, you can see that. 
because I don't think necessarily that they're unless they're like super conscious but like I don't think they're really gonna notice it's mm. just gonna feel natural mm-hmm. so if you're one of those people and people are saying like what's wrong with you you seem different like where did that come from you know yeah don't freak out yeah I feel like I got I seen it in other people and then I was like feeling that I'm like who am I what am I doing here like what what the fuck happened you know and I'm like oh it must have happened to me too so I do feel kind of strange sometimes but in like an exciting way not like a scary way I have noticed though because I'm doing um like I have subscriptions right so I do like weekly healings on people and I can like vouch for that like consciousness expanding like their energy gets some of them like their energy I don't know how to describe it it's like it got bigger Mm -hmm. or like they're like you know when somebody comes in and they have a big presence Mm -hmm. and you just kind of feel that presence it's like Mm -hmm. they're getting more and more presence if that's the best way I can describe it like I was working on somebody today and I hadn't worked on this person for a couple weeks brought the energy and I'm like whoa that's a big presence and that was the word that came in my head that's a big presence wasn't like this last time I worked on you you know what I mean so yeah but there's also weird little energetic shifts though there's also a lot of like mm, what's the word I'm looking for outside influences like if you're not paying attention to your energy mm-hmm. things are coming in and like trying to overtake because I was like working on one person and it was awesome and it was good and like progressively getting better week and week and week and then all of a sudden it was a week and I was like what happened between last week and this week and we like got rid of a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. but it had to be that. like an out external thing you know what I mean it was just strange I yeah I actually believe and then, that next week by the way it was totally good everything was back to normal it was fine (laughs) in case anyone was worried it was good it was just it was a blip it was fine no I I believe that because I um just for me personally like I've been getting messages of being like you know this you can't go back to where you came from you can't make all this progress and slip back because it's it's so much more like painful they were like there it's just like very like you have to keep your 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 boundaries you have to keep your routines like and I don't say routines but your self-care or your priorities like no more dropping boundaries no more squeezing someone in no more outside influence even just from like people that are kind of invasive like I find there's a lot like be careful what you look at yeah so that makes sense to me and it's for for when I'm coming from it's not um it's not something to be fearful of, mm-hmm. but it's like, I keep just getting this feeling that it's like once I've said it a million times, once you're aware and you know something, you have no excuses left to not be on your, on top of your, your stuff. And like the world we're in it, this is the move to 5d. Like this is, it's happening there and it's fast and it's dirty and it's, it's sticky and it's heavy. So like you have to do that honor to yourself yeah to just fucking keep negativity away from you because you're better than that and 
you need to walk that talk now. Like that's kind of how it feels to me. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are going to go down rabbit hole, cause I get it, man. Sometimes you're just like, Ooh, now that I've, I'm aware of this, I want to go down the rabbit hole of shit. You know, my only, I would preface this by saying, protect your energy before you do so. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you slip on your energetic self-care, mm-hmm. you're going to feel it. Yep. You know? I went through like, was it last month? I don't know. Time fucking just blurs together, but I was not having a good time. And I realized I totally let my energetic shit slip. And I was like, damn it. I know better than this, you know? And then be, be like super, like trust yourself, like be Mm -hmm. super real with yourself when something feels uncomfortable or you feel it's heavy, like just get away from it. Um, and I just mean like, so for me, it's much less like of the spiritual rabbit hole. It's me like setting boundaries with like shitty people or, um, you know, like bad self-care tactics. Like I'm talking like very tangible things, but, and like, notice how you feel. I know you guys are super sensitive. I know it feels different than it did before. You could overwork and say yes and go down rabbit holes and watch serial killer documentaries. And you were like, I'm good to go. And then now you're like, oh, I can't do it because you're you're so sensitive. So like, listen to that. What do you need to maintain your ener- your energetic? What do you say? Your your spiritual hygiene is that energetic, yeah. energetic self care. But yeah. spiritual hygiene also works. Yes. Yeah, because I've like my and like be re- honest, be real and honest with yourself what that self care is because everyone's self care is different. You know, Randy, like you're so spiritual you're so psychic so like your self-care is very much like rituals and met like meditating and working with your cards right and I've mm-hmm. often been like I should do that but it doesn't I do it to a degree but not as religiously as you for me it's like I've got to get outside and go ground in nature like I have to see nature and then I've learned I'm just a basket of stress so I need to like exert that stress in some sort of physical activity yeah so I like make that like you have to go for a hike or you have to go to the gym like yeah I I, fuck, I let so my stretching good. go I let my stretching mm-hmm. go for a while mm-hmm. and I freaking paid for it yeah like that is the best exercise for me is stretching mm-hmm. and then I pay for it yeah energy because energy energy balls up in your body right yeah so if I don't stretch that shit out I fucking paid for it, man. Oh, exactly. And it's, yeah, it's just. Plus it feels good. Yeah. Why don't I do that? (laughs) I love stretching. I think it's just like, just know better. You know what I mean? You know, your dog's so funny. You know, when you're like, um, or if you have kids or when you were a kid and you know, your kid's like getting older, like, and he's like 10 or you, you were 10 and you're still doing like stupid shit. You knew you weren't supposed to. And then your parents are like, like, fuck man, you knew better. That's where we're at in the spiritual world. And it's like, they don't like this, the spiritual world, your instant karma, like just doesn't have any forgiveness anymore. Like if you want to sabotage yourself and be like, bypass your own spiritual maintenance and self-care, be their guest, but you're going to eat that for dinner. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. I feel bad for you anymore. You know yeah. better. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Look, we're serving you crow for dinner. Like you can eat it. Exactly. My God. It's funny though. It is funny how yeah 
Yeah. And I just feel like even in the last year, and you can let me know if you felt this too, it's like mm, almost more like, I don't know. I don't know what the right word would be. Not prevalent. That's not the word. It's like everything's just more in your face, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, oh yeah, what you can do about it then? You know, like, I feel like if I let anything slip, it's like, I'm not just confronted. I am confronted. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Do you have an example? I'm going to try. I have so many examples. I'm going to try to think of a good one to share with people. Cause it's honestly like humorous how fast it, you're confronted. By yeah. It. Like I just, uh, oh I, yeah. I can't even think of a good one right now. Like I just know that I'm experiencing it and then I'm like, fuck again. Yeah. I, I have one. It's, it's just kind of like funny. So I know that in the morning, like, especially the morning, because if I don't like do something in the morning to set my energy, right. I am just a spaz. So <laughs> and I'm really dramatic. I might not be actually a spaz, but I'm stressed out. So I wasn't going for walks. I wasn't working out. I had too much work to do. So I was like, no, I can't do this. Then like, it was just like, stress stress test 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 people saying like dumb things to me to like get my like watch my boundaries it's like I let my personal boundary slip and then everyone and their dog was like breaking boundaries or trying to break boundaries I'm like Kate I get it I fucked myself over now the universe is trying to help me out with that like no like no 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 I'm never doing that again (laughs) yeah then you're like oh I know better yeah exactly fuck sakes yeah but anyway but anyway, I think, sorry, what were you going to say? No, I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, I'm going to say, I don't think I have anything else on reincarnation and contracts. Like I, I, if I was just like, I know it was a million years ago, but like, if we, if I could give you any piece of advice on contracts and reincarnation, it's like, just know that you're everything, know that you have, you can do anything with this life. And just like live from an empowered stance. Don't let your contracts and your stories like define you. Like all the things that I do are meant to empower you. And like, it just doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Nothing matters yet. Everything matters, you know? Yeah. I just feel like all my clients are messaging me. This whole thing's coming up. I thought I dealt with this, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, good. Now pay attention. Yeah. Like it's coming up for a reason. Mm-hmm. Don't, instead of judging yourself, be, I, I think I did a reel on this the other day, but it's like, be super, you know, patient with yourself instead and be like, Ooh, interesting. Why is this coming up then? Mm-hmm. Instead of going again, fuck, I thought I was over this, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're at a yeah. new level. We're at a new level of consciousness right now. Oh, a hundred percent. So I feel like there's going to be more and more of the same shit coming up, but it's for a different reason each time. Mm-hmm. So kind of like what you said, there's, it's almost like new levels of karma are coming up to be cleared. Mm-hmm. So go with it. Be a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> yeah. Alchemize. Don't, yeah. Don't fight it. Don't um, fight it. Alchemize it. <laughs> And you guys should let us know in the comments, what was your favorite childhood movie? Yes. Because it would be a huge indicator to one of the, some of your favorite past lives, you know, one of the ones you felt powerful or whatever. So yeah. I'd love to hear what you guys got for us. And let me know if you guys have seen The Watcher in the Woods and if you know what <laughs> movie I'm talking about. Betty Davis is in it. She's an old know. lady. 
It was fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yes. Anyways, kids, thanks so much. I think that's all we've got for you today. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, mm-hmm. if you guys have more specific questions about reincarnation and soul contracts that maybe we didn't cover in the last podcast or this one, let us know. We can always like answer your questions um, and keep it coming with the suggestions because we're loving that. Yeah. And uh, like I said, we're going to be starting some series here right away based on your guys's suggestions which is pretty fucking cool yeah so thanks so much for being here guys we appreciate you and we'll talk to you in two weeks time bye Bye.